Welcome to the Rock Your Life Show. Where questions meet answers. The profound meets the mundane. And we help you rock rock your life. life. We are your hosts, the Vignatis. I'm Tracy. And I'm Fabrice. Well, welcome this fine June day, of course. Summer is upon us. I can't even believe it. Hey guys, uh, yeah, it's June 21st. Would be first day of summer. It's unbelievable. Yes. What happened? Oh my goodness. Well, we are here and we're going to talk about a subject that I think everyone has experienced from time to time. Yeah. So our topic today is, is it really failure? Yeah, so great. we're going to discuss failure and how we each interpret failure, what that means to you, and maybe give you two different ways to look at it. There's a more of a traditional view and then then a different angle. Definitely. There's, it's, it's a topic that everybody can relate. I do because I fail. And uh, this is how you react and how you respond. This is definitely a core response uh, because failure is never happy. But there's a, we'll see how there's different angle uh, we can approach and what we can learn from it. And then we're going to go as well, um, um, maybe bring you a, a Buddhist uh, perspective on it. But uh, yeah, uh, it's a good one. So, so let's see, what is failure? Well, Textbook definition of failure is the lack of success and the non-performance of something due, required, or expected. So I think that's a nice condensed traditional definition of what failure is. Yes, it is a it is the traditional view. I think that's the first thing we should talk to the traditional view of basically it's how you feel, right? Yeah. Uh, a traditional view of failure is usually you didn't get the, uh, the big kahuna, the award, the prize or whatever. Or you didn't reach your goal. Yeah. Yeah. So I think within that, most of that failure is going to be felt internally. It's going to be felt by us and how we view the lack of attainment of that set goal. So what are some things that you feel? Oh, believe me, I'm the host and the guest, and it's a party for myself, and it's a pity party. So that's, we feel a lot of pity for ourselves at time, and you blame yourself, or you might want to blame other people. There's a lot of finger pointing going on sometimes when you fail. Yeah, and for some people, it's longer than others. Oh, for sure. I mean, personally, it doesn't last long. Mm -mm. I don't, I just brush that. You differently. Well, yeah, a little bit more. Yes. And sometimes it's delayed for me, but... Uh, me, it's more the uh, uh, kind of a blame, blame game a little bit because I think like, well, I could have do better. I didn't work harder. Uh, uh, that's more what I... It's more... Me, I'm more the blame than uh, the pity. I'm more like, damn, I could have do better. Or what did I do wrong? Or damn, it sucks, you know? Yeah, so, it's just a number of things or... You might be ill-prepared. I mean, that's certainly oh, a yeah. common thing, you know, like for someone who isn't prepared for a test in school and you flunk the test. Well, if you're ill-prepared, then that can feed, oh, I'm not good enough. 
I'm going to give up. What's the point? And then here's the danger zone where you start comparing yourself to oh, other boy. people. And we covered that a little bit in the doubt podcast, but that's where it really gets, you get into danger zone. And like our DNA, our karmic luggage or baggage, so to speak, is all is as unique as our DNA. So no one's is the same. So to compare yourself to other people is really kind of pointless. Yeah, and comparing yourself, how you're going to relate to the failure, that is the same thing because it's personal to you. Everybody relate. You know, for some people, a failure would be like, you call that a failure? Yeah, and it could be a total victory for someone else. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. total victory. But the doubt, oh, big time. Yeah. Well, you know I mean? Yeah, <laughs> we covered that in the last one. Yeah, I mean, in last month's uh, podcast. Definitely. That, about doubt. You the know. sense of defeat. Yeah, I mean, all of those things. And Give you wanna, up. You want to beat yourself up and, you know, it's the the woe is me. And, yeah. you know, I can throw really good pity parties. So if you need any tips, any pointers, great yeah. snacks to eat, I'm I'm the uh, point person And for I get that. first row of that show. Yeah, you do. You get a front row VIP. Yeah, Green I am. room, the whole thing. Yes, and yeah. I get the yeah. backstage, everything. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. It's all access pass. All access pass here to that. So, But I have gotten better, I must say. I've gotten a lot better. I can bounce back quicker than I have. But let's maybe, what are some reasons? Yes. Maybe why, why do we fail? Why do we not succeed at something that we set our eyes on, our minds on, or whatever it is? And a lot of times, I think, can be an unclear purpose. You're not quite sure why you're doing something. Sure. The power of your goal and be clear and visualizing your goal very precisely and have a route. I mean, when you go from one place to another place, you have to have a clear route. That's why this GPS, well, you know, it's the same thing. So if you haven't clear, uh, it's unclear, then you won't be able to reach your the, the goal and you will fail. Well, and, and another example would be another reason why we fail is maybe destructive thinking, self-deprecation, the doubt. See, all of those things kind of creep in. You might be going through the motions, but it's conflicting with how you're viewing it and yourself and your abilities and doubt is creeping in, which we covered last month. So if you didn't listen to doubt, I would highly recommend listening to that podcast. Well, I think it's impo- what's important to notify here is that when you are in the midst of wanting to achieve a goal, you're in a constructive thinking. You're like, what can I do? Like you're motivated, you're like things. And then when the results arrive, arrive and then you fail then it all this constructive turns into a destructive. And that is where you can see where that little failure right there can switch your, mm-hmm. your life and your thinking. And suddenly what everything was great is selling out. And that is usually not the best way to live, to go really high and then you go really low. And that's not always the, the bad part. But, uh, yeah, and another thing that might play into this too is when your mindset is too fixed and you're not open. Well, that's for sure. So a fixed mindset can be also detrimental and contribute to failure. Yeah. Uh, another, another The my way or the highway type thing. Oh, you're for not sure. listening to anybody else and it's oh, like, I'm, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm guilty for that, but uh, definitely I'm challenging myself and winning over myself because that's the most important is to win over yourself. I think another point too is important is the low productivity. Uh, I know some people have work ethic very strong and some don't. 
but failure is it could be very about low productivity. Oh, I've done enough. Nah, you never mm-hmm. know if you've done enough. You know, I mean, you 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 could you again. Success is not gonna come of uh, reaching a goal. It's not gonna come from the sky and fall. You gotta work at it hard. So the productivity is important. Well, of course, even, the capacity of the people is different. Even the word reach. When you reach for a goal, what does reach mean? Reach means you can't quite touch it yet. Yeah, that's a good so point. So reaching, I'm going for it. So that, to me, already has built into it. Yeah. You need to work and you need to keep moving toward that thing. And just like the low productivity, a lot of times what feeds into that too is weak energy or laziness, which I absolutely loathe. I don't like laziness. <sighs> Get off your booty and do something. Oh, I can't stand it. it I'm tired. Me. I'm exhausted. From what? That is something that Have some me coffee. Down. Don't drink decaf anymore. You do know, stuff. Do stuff. Yeah. This is life, man. Make it happen. Yeah. You know? You got eight hours to sleep uh, minimum or maximum, whatever you are. The rest of the time, you know, be, 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 be move, do things. Um, another a, a thing as well that's, I notice in, in that go usually with failure is you ask yourself the wrong question and questions. What I, questions, yeah. And what I, what I mean by that is that in order to have a, to reach a goal and be successful, you have to ponder the right question: What am I doing right? What am I self question yourself and not criticizing yourself. It's mainly more in a way of the direction. Is this going to be productive to get to my success? And on the way, is this going to produce a failure? And so asking question, um, if you ask the wrong one, it will lead to the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. So that's another. This is what we're covering now is all the details of what a failure comprised and could you could avoid. These some reasons yeah, why. Yeah, for sure. And I think... A lot of times, too, another reason why people can fail is having poor skills. You're not skilled enough in the thing that you want to excel in. Okay, at this juncture right now, if the show was filming, if I were to go on Chopped, I would get Chopped because I don't have that skill level yet. They're all trained chefs. They worked in commercial kitchens. I've never worked in a commercial kitchen. I'm very comfortable and pretty savvy in my own at home, but I know that I don't have the skills. So for me to think that I have the skills and then I go up there and get cut in the first round after the appetizer round, that's a failure because I thought I I thought I would have the skills to do it, but I, I know for a fact I don't. Yeah, and not having the, the right skill is very frustrating. So it's important to develop the skills uh, absolutely, and look for help on that or work at it. And when you don't have the skill, definitely, usually, I don't say it all the time, but usually it's going to lead to a failure because mm-hmm. the skill is really what matters. Well, if it's the task, yeah. usually a task requires skills. So if you think, oh, I got this, I got this. Oh, I just have to slight a slight little example. I knew a guy years ago who was studying in film school and He wanted to also act as well as direct. So he said, I've read a lot of books on acting and I think I'm going to be good at it because I've read so much on it. But he had no practical experience, even in a classroom setting, getting up in front of a classroom and trying to act. So that it's almost a distorted self image, which leads me to the next one, which is a poor self image. This can also be you have an inflated image of yourself. 
So that can attribute to your failure. Yes. Yeah, so skill. Uh, I, I just want to add something on the skills. I I, I know this Confucius uh, um, um, quote that he says. Um, Success depends upon previous preparation, and without such preparation, there is sure to be a failure. What he means by that is that the preparation is definitely the basic. Like if you build a house, you have no foundation, you have no house. So the preparation, and that's why the skill is important. Concerning the self-image, I agree with you. Uh, feeling good. And usually, what that, isn't what self-image is about, is the fact we... I always been because it's an American thing. Europeans yeah, and foreigners don't get it. Tricky self-image. Americans me, love the self. Everything. I like to watch myself in the mirror. I always looks thinner than I looked. Why? You mean in your mind? Yeah. Yeah. I think we all do that. Except oh, I'm the opposite. Awesome. I'm like, oh my god. I'm I love that. That's why. But then mirror, you know. I mean, I like I like mirror, but it's crazy, you know. But but yeah, self-image. So that's what it is. You're talking about self-image. Yeah, distorted. I I'm gonna go a step further and say distorted self-image. Either you put yourself down too much or you overinflate yourself. So both yeah, are see. extremely dangerous. Uh, yeah. You know, I think you need to have kind of a, a good realistic view of that. Another thing is maybe not enough thinking, not a, more reactionary as opposed to thinking and planning. So reactionary, I, what do you mean by that? Like if you just say, I'm going to do this because I want to do it. And then there, therefore you haven't thought about it enough. You haven't planned enough. You haven't attained the skills. See how the thinking has a lot to do uh, see. Yeah. in the overall picture of that and maybe contributing to failures or not attaining the end goal. Uh, when I think about preparation as well, I think about, because uh, in a way to get prepared and get the skill is to definitely have a daily ritual or habits. I know habits are not always the best thing, but sometimes when it comes to preparation and skill to not fail is have, doing them daily. I think the most mm -hmm. important is daily because repetition, and we know that about music, when when I, I, I learned the instrument, is the only thing is repetition, repetition, repetition. Well, that's why when you teach kids, I always taught them, it's better to practice 10 minutes a day than an hour one day a week because that's not the same thing. It's like cramming for the test. Read over your material during the week a couple times. Yeah. It's going to be way easier to retain. Definitely. You know? that's a, So the, no daily, some daily ritual and habits. Oh, here's a big one. Stress. Yeah. But that's a big factor to why people can oftentimes fail yeah. is whether you put stress on yourself, you put it put yourself in stressful situations, stress is stress. The body doesn't really care. You're still going to produce cortisol. So, you know, stress, let's reduce that as much as possible. A stress is a stress is definitely a hundred percent mental because it's something we decide to put on because now I think stress is a result of all the points that we talk about, because when you're not prepared, well, you stress. When you ask the wrong question, you stress. You have low productivity. All those things. All those things. So the stress is basically mental. But we're we're gonna see in that podcast podcast that actually the stress is upon you because it's the picture that you have of failure and the mental pictures of failure and success, which we're gonna talk after that uh, how we perceive it. Mm -hmm. Uh. Another thing is maybe 
not having the correct relationships and not enough of them to help you obtain your goal or your victory. Yeah. Lack of relationships. Yeah, it's important to know the people in your business. You know, open your phone, go through your contacts, you know, see what's what, in there. Yeah, see what can help see who can help you. See who can uh you stuck on a problem, ask for somebody as well. You need to reach. Somebody's gonna give you an information that's gonna be key to one of your questions. So in the failure, uh, I know failure could be really associated with a podcast on success. But it's two two difference. We're talking about failure here and the reason of failure, not reaching success. But uh, yes, your relationship is very important. Um, it's and it's, you need to have various relationships with different types of people, goal related and you know outer edge goal related. So things that can support the goal and then things that are actually related directly with the goal yeah if you for example again if you if somebody's a stress a person of high stress you know you can have you can say okay when to reach my goal or to or to not fail i, I want to surround myself with people who know how to manage my stress stress mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah or you go and get that stress relief oh. from the correct whether it's a fitness trainer yeah. whether it's a therapist whatever the case may be or a good friend or you know a co-worker whatever it is uh, another thing, and this kind of goes into the lazy thing, it's the lack of persistence. And in L.A., everybody's got something in development. That we are the city, the capital of, I got this in development. And then you find out what three months... What does that months, mean, by the way? Whatever. <laughs> three months down the road, oh, yeah, that didn't work out. Three months? You're trying to get a oh, film made uh, and you've given it three months or you want to pitch a show three. and you've given it three months. You shot one pilot and you think this is going to be oh, the be all end all. And so it didn't happen one time and you give up. So persistence is the key to everything. Yeah, definitely. I mean, no matter what it is. Well, I think persistence is actually the main key of failure. Uh, 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 lack of persistence. Lack of persistence. Yes. But actually... You'll notice that if you flip that around, persistence is the is the it's what it's the best way to eliminate failure, because no matter what you are going to um, you if you fail you are going to fail into your success, and that that is a very important uh, uh, a part a part of it. Well, the thing about persistence, if you have a mindset of being persistent, then when a lack of success or defined as a failure happens, you discard it pretty quickly because you're the, the persistence overrides that failure. Do you understand? Yeah, definitely. So it's like, no matter what, you just keep on, keep on taking the steps, keep on taking the steps. And I want to point out a few people concerning this, that we never probably would realize concerning successes and people who were persistent as Les Brown, I know I talk about him a lot because I think he's absolutely amazing. But he always says, if you are persistent, you eventually will fail your way to success. And that's from Les Brown. We yeah. love Les Brown. Here are a couple people who were told that they would not succeed. Uh, one that none of us can live without today, Thomas Edison. He was told by his teachers... His, his parents were told by his teachers that he was too stupid to learn anything. 
Oh, can you imagine saying that to a kid now? You'd be in prison for that. Hmm. You know, Einstein couldn't speak until he was four. He didn't read until he was seven. Einstein? Definitely. Wow. It's unbelievable. But, um, yeah, I, I saw another quote uh, uh, that I have here. It's from Robert Schuller and, uh, concerning persistence. And uh, it says, uh, Robert H. Schuller, he says, failure doesn't mean uh, you are a failure. It just means you haven't succeeded yet. Mm -hmm. So, again, what he's saying is that you're not a failure. It's Failure is basically it's because you haven't succeeded. So, again, you haven't succeeded yet, which means that you got to be persistent and take your failure, pile them up, and then... Eventually, you get to success. Look what happened to Mr. Chrysler. 42 fails. Yeah. What happened on the 43rd? Yeah. Bravo, yeah. buddy. So the next point is uh, a point that uh, could be, uh, I don't know, it's tangible, this one, but it's uh, the money situation. If your money, if you have a money obsession. Yeah. And, you know, again, we love L.A., but this, this is a vanity capital, so there's a lot yeah. of obsession with money. I mean, money is a money is a tricky uh, uh, parameter. If parameter. that is your only goal to want to succeed, then I think it's an empty goal. There's got to be something more to support that than just the financial gain. Yeah, I mean, usually it never ends up very well when yeah. it's only financial uh, driven. Yeah, finance is great. Don't get it twisted. It's awesome. Uh, no, money is a beautiful thing. It does make the world go round, and it's Definitely. not money is not evil. I'm but it's sorry. important that you know the 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 and the failure, financial failure. Oh, that's a big one too. So let's. I mean, if you want to, if you want to bring the 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 factor of money, 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 who in failure. When you fail, you could fail and lose a lot of money. Yeah, definitely. And one another point uh, as well about failure is so many people focus don't focus enough on their strength and they focus um, on, 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 they exploited their weaknesses, uh, thinking that it's strength, and so they mixed up the whole things. What's my strength? What's my this is a strength? This is a weakness. Which one is mine? I mean, you know your strength, you know weaknesses. If you don't, it's time to sit down, take a pen and a, and a paper and I, write them down. I think some people don't know. Well, I'm no, I know. I mean, it's sad. I mean, it, well, but again, you sit down with a pad and a pen. And a pen. Yeah, but that's your own perception of yourself. See, again, I it see. goes back to yeah. self-image. Whether it's inflated or deflated, it's a self-image. I've seen students think that they're this level, and that's their strength. And I see the strength as something that's completely tricky. different and a weakness as well. When I hear a student that can't hear well, they don't have a good inner ear, they can't find the pitch center, that's a weakness you got to focus on. But know your strength, too, and focus on that more and allow that strength to be able to shine. Because you can't, yes, you can improve those things, but... Not everybody's going to be across the board 100% on every facet of their lives. So you surround yourself with those that can help support the weaknesses while you develop your strengths and be the best at your strengths. Yeah, so th this, is, this is basically uh, uh, the, why you fail. And so um, please take a pen and a paper and write down all those four, 15 points that we mentioned 
uh, and clear purpose, destructive thinking, low and then You may have your own. You may have your own, but if you don't, this is what we do. We give you an opening door here to write down all, your, all the one that you could focus on and self-reflect on. Now, let's talk about another way to look at failure, which is very difficult for me. But as I move on through life, I see that there are different angles to come from. So when you put in an enormous amount of effort to something and you don't get the end result that you want, you know, I, my natural tendency is to be upset about it and pout for a little bit and throw myself a pity party, gotten way better about it. But then I have to stop and think, is there no value in going from your point A to point B? Point A is the start of the process of your goal. You go all through this journey and efforts and causes that you make, blah, 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 blah. Then the point B happens and you may not attain that actual success that you wanted. But is everything from A to B wasted? Aren't there values in that? The answer is yes. There are values in getting from point A to point B. Values in failure. That's what we're focusing on. Great point. So look at what you gain out of going from that point A to point B. Because it's always important to have a sense of relativity in uh, uh, the goals, the failures, when it happens. When you start something and you decide you're going to do something, there's always, like she said, a point A and a point B. And what happens between those ones? And we forget about that. And that's, I guess, what you mentioned, mm-hmm. right? We forget. And we forget mainly of taking credit about everything that happens, the good. So basically, the the, the, the mini wars and then the final. But you're way better about that than me. However, I must clarify that I've gotten so much better. I can now see values in the little efforts that you make along the way because they are not wasted. Okay? Please be mindful of that, that efforts that you make in between in the journey, even though you may not get the prize at the end that you had anticipated, there's a lot of little mini successes in there along the way. Here's an example. And I've always wanted to do this and I haven't gone yet, but okay. I know West Hollywood here has, they used to have, I don't know if it's still going on or maybe post pandemic it will, but drag queen bingo. Okay. The goal in bingo is to win the bingo, but I'm not going to go into there and have a fit because I don't win bingo. I mean, that would, it's been on my bucket list to do drag queen bingo because drag queens are super fun. You'll be entertained all night and I don't care if I win or not. What if there's a million dollars? Well, yeah, I mean, that would be fabulous, but I'm still going to have fun when I'm there. And that now has become my goal when I'm doing these things is that I have to enjoy that process because that's really all you have is the process. True. 100%. That's it, people. Yes, that is. It's the present. There's one award at the end of it. You know, there's one winner at the Super Bowl. But do you think the losing team is miserable and they did not improve the defensive strategies and, you know, this coaching and that coaching and whatever, but you have to enjoy the process. And I've gotten so much better about this. 
Yeah, and, and, and I, I read this, this quote about Tony Robbins when he says, quote, there is no such things as failure. They are only results. Well, this is what he's talking about. It's the results that are in the between line. Mm-hmm. Not, he's not talking about the final victory. He's talking about the results. So this, I'm thinking about, you, you mentioned a good point. Boxing. When there's a boxing match, there's a lot of business around it. Now, think about it. There's two guys. There's going to be one winner, one loser. The point is that the guy who's winning is going to make $20 million. The one who's losing is going to make $10 million. Uh, Well, they both train hard. They both do everything they have to do. One win, get $20 million and the belt. The other one lose get still $10 million and not the belt. For them, the proud is the fact to say that, hey, I don't have the belt. But down the line, the work that they put get them to a $10 million reward. You can do a lot of things with that kind of money. And there, you can always look and say, oh, he got 10, 10 more million than me. But bottom line, you can see, just give an example. So the in-between, I think we should focus a little bit more now, talk a little bit more about well, that between. And they're not, most of these things that happen along the way are not going to be tangibles. What do you mean by that? They're not going to be monetary compensations. The values that you grab, that you extract from these journeys. Like, uh, during that kind of process, whatever your goal is and you don't achieve that success at the end that you anticipated, a value that you can one value that you can extrapolate from that is it will cause you to think differently. Definitely. Self-reflection. Yes. That, that, that to me is the, the, that to me is one key of people who become, who make a failure successful is they're like, they take the time to self-reflect and said, okay, I fail here. I must not have done something correctly. Obviously, it's common sense that if you fail, something didn't, something went wrong somewhere. It could be a little detail, and it, you could, it could take you 10, 20 times to fail to find that little failure that you can't see. But it could fail you because it was meant to fail to lead you to another path, which leads me to the second one. You may succeed in a different area of your life. Wait, from- wait a minute. You think I know you want to move to the other one, but the thinking differently. I still think that there's there's so much value in that sentence. It causes number one the word causes. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a cause. It's not, we're not talking about an effect. So when you talk about a failure, it's a cause for success. That's what you're saying, right? So in the in the cause. It, it is important that as a human being, we teach, teach ourselves how to think differently in the midst of failure. Do you know how much strength that takes? Sure. That's really hard. Yeah. It, it demands so much effort to think differently because we are so programmed in a, in a, in a failure. You're so programmed plus all the elements. It's really hard to think differently. You don't think so? No, of course I oh, do. It's really hard. That's why I said. Are you kidding? I've been hard- hardwired this way since birth. Wasn't that an Apple? Uh, yeah. 
there we go. Think different was there the slogan. That's it wasn't amazing. think differently. It was think different. Well, then there we go. And it's Apple. So, Come on. Talk about success. I oh, yeah, don't like I that because of the grammar, but <laughs> anyway. Okay, now I'll move on to the second point. When that outcome doesn't happen as you anticipated, there could be a reason for that, and you might succeed in another area of your life or in a different way than you ever expected. So an example of that, and this one came to me right away, American Idol, there's only one winner, right? Oh, so that's a good example. I remember, and I just thought he was so awesome, but Chris Daughtry got cut, and I was so bummed. But he ended up having his own career with the band Daughtry. So him getting cut, he succeeded in another area of his life and did not need the show for that. Yeah, definitely. Being, being, sometimes being the loser is uh, being a winner. I'm not sure if, you know, I mean, personally, for me, I like to be the winner. But losing is never fun. I hate losing. Yeah, but, it's, you know, but, but it, I, I, a even, lot of the winners, then they don't go on to do anything. No, I mean, in that example of American Idol, you saw that Kelly many Pickler, times. that's another example. Yes, yeah. She lost. He she was, got cut. I guess for her, for them, it was an exposure, correct? I guess. Yeah, it was exposure. You know, it worked. Yeah, definitely. But that's a good way. So it, it, it helped you win into an area of your life as well to get to, to get. To the to to the goal or somewhere, it ha- you have to develop things along the way because you have to work on this and this and this. And you're right, maybe another area you might discover another area where you're strong at it. Well, he probably discovered writing if he wasn't writing before, but maybe he developed that yeah, even more, true. and then yeah. that catapulted him into that direction. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, I also think a next point of value that comes out of these kinds of failures is. It causes you to push your boundaries to either act outside of your comfort zone or restrain you from your negative default settings. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it definitely push your boundaries because you have to challenge yourself. So if someone who fails at something, what's their default is to go get drunk at the bar. Yeah. Or, well, it's definitely the first thing I think when I fail. I don't think like, hey, I'm going to have a party and then I'm going to have a, yeah, I'm going to, I got to sit down right away and I got to think about why did I fail uh, and why it's the reason. Well, uh, it, it, I want to I be, well, it's obvious that w- when you fail, you must have been in a comfort zone and therefore uh, it's once the failure occurs, you, it's pushing you. Right. It's pushing so you. Then it goes back to the thinking. Let's yeah, think I mean, about it. And how do we get out of that 22. comfort? You know, so it's like a cyclical thing. But it's a good point. Yeah. Yes. Push your boundaries mm-hmm. to, to think outside. And then what you have to do is you basically have to say, what extra push do I have to do? What extra things I have to work on that I don't? So yeah, your comfort zone is like, oh, I'm cool here. I'm, I do that all the time. It's like, oh yeah, well, I think that's good. And then I realize. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. I didn't think like yesterday I was recording and then I played that solo many times and then I arrived at one point and I was like, whoa, that leak, I know how to do it well. And then when I speed it up by 20 BPM, I was like, 
Whoa, now nah, this leak takes Stump the monkey. Stump the monkey. And that leak was like, I was struggling on something that I do at, you know, lower uh, speed. It was amazing. So, yeah, I had to get out of my comfort zone. So mm-hmm. I fell and then up I had to work and, and, and do it. So it's fantastic. Another value that can come out of this too is it will force you to reach out to other people for support. Definitely. Moral support, emotional support, yeah, tactical we, support. We touched that in the previous yeah, thing. It's, in the doubt It's one podcast. of the reasons, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and even in the, the first part when we started, mm-hmm. that uh, you have to have good relationship and it's uh, to reach out to others. Because no man or woman is an island. And exactly. I'm you know guilty of that. So yeah. I don't like asking for help, but I've gotten, again, better because of Buddhist practice, etc. So... Um, as well, an- another important point is uh, failure, the value of failure gives you an opportunity to learn more about yourself. And we approach that to discover our strengths or weaknesses of value. And maybe maybe you can talk about that is what it takes to grow. Yeah, that's a little beefier of a benefit or a value to come out of a lack of success, but only because sometimes we don't know what it's going to take to help ourselves grow. Maybe it's that very failure that it's going to take you to grow. You don't know until you're in it. That's a tough one to... Well, to, it's, it, it is a tough... Because it's different for each person. I yes, think that it's it very, is. Yes, it's very subjective, but, but for example, if you're in a stress situation... Okay, you learn something from yourself and you look at others. You're like, wow, these people are not stressed. Why am I the only one stressed? Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. Another situation is like you, you, you need to raise money for something. You're like, wow, money is my... You mean like a fundraiser? Yeah, or anything. Some people have money, some don't. You know, you, in Formula One, you need to bring sponsorship if you want to get a seat. So you need to bring money to the to the company in order to get your seat because they want the money. They're not going to take somebody who doesn't bring any. So the same thing. So for some others, it's easy for not. But you learn about yourself and you learn, you know, you discover your strength and your weaknesses. It makes you force working on the thing. But what it takes to grow is, I mean, are you basically up for the challenge? Mm-hmm. So basically, can we say, are you up to the challenge of failing? Kind of. Is that the way that you sum up for it? You said, am I up to the challenge? Am I, am I, am I strong enough to grow, to outcast well, the, the failure? You're going to fail way more than you succeed. And if you're, oh, up, if you're okay with that, sign up now. Because that's all that's going to do is make you strong. You, you think on percentage you fail more than you Of years. course. Yeah, oh, for sure, yeah. In, li- in one life, you mean? Of yeah, course. Oh, look, sure. look at Kobe Bryant. You know, all those years and those hours put in on the court, practice, before everybody else and after everybody else. And 20 years of on the court, right? And he got five rings. Yep. So that means he won five years and he lost 15 of them. So for 15 seasons, yep. he, he lost more than he won. So uh, we don't say, hold on, we don't say get used to, because I don't want to get used to failure. But obviously... When you, when I listen to the great, greats of any uh, uh, 
The goats. The goats. Yeah, the goats. Uh, you always goat. learn Jerry you, West is a goat. Yeah, you Michael always, Jordan's a goat. But in any department, yeah, yeah. whether it's sports or whether it's finance or anything else, you always realize that they are they talk way more about the failure than they mm-hmm. talk about. And that questions always comes up. Actually, when I look at a podcast, when I look at an interview, uh, say, so what did, can you do did better here? Well, you fell here, or you fell here. How did you? The best question is. How did you felt? How did you feel? Do you? How did you feel when you fell? What do you think, buddy? I feel awesome. I feel awesome. Yeah. I See, highly prefer failing. Yeah, you talk. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm so used to failing that I'm gonna I'm gonna have a party every time I fail now. You know. But bottom line, that's why you get. There's. I, I want to equate it to music for just a second. Yes. So, if success are the notes, and failure are the rests. In music, the most important note values are the rests. It's not what you're playing, it's what you're not playing. So I think that success and that's the the rests are what keep you on track with the rest of the piece. Because if you're not counting those, you're not going to succeed at the end of the piece. Yeah. Okay. True. So the same thing goes with successes and failures if successes are the notes you better count those failures and study those failures and know what they mean in order for you to be in rhythm at the end of the piece of that goal so that everybody ends at the same time and you get the success you should see now people you can't but my thumbs left and right are rising up and i'm giving a, a one two three four five six seven eight nine ten thumbs because that is an awesome mm-hmm. uh, uh, comparison. Thank you. It, it is very... That was on the fly, by the way. Yeah, well, you know, it's great. Uh, I, can't, I can't tell you how deep is that self-reflection. That is a point that everybody should get. You cannot success unless you learn about failure. And if you not enjoy failure, okay, come on. No, but we're not that sadistic. Because you're not yeah. going to have a it's, failure party. You're going to have a victory party, right? Well, yeah, you're going to have a victory party, yes. Come but, celebrate my failures. Yeah, oh, yeah. Actually, but we'd be partying all the time. Oh, oh no, no, no. But 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 we'll be partying all I'd the time. I'd be partying time. all the time. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, okay, okay. Hold on. Now, the other thing, too, that's important, and that's what we're going to mainly talk in the last part of that podcast. Oh, but I only do pity parties for myself. Sorry. I'm the only guest. You only, no, anyway, I, move on. I, but bottom line, what I want to say is that the ne- the next part of our podcast is the perception that you have, and so it's it's important it's important that you learn from your failure uh, more than you learn from your. Actually, you don't have time to learn from your victory. Do you know why? Because you're partying. You're celebrating. You're celebrating, it. and you should. It's party time, you know. But then when it's the uh, failure time. That's where you're like, oh, oh no, I can't party. So I have all the time to serve you. So no, no, And that's no, no. when you what? The last point, learn new skills. Yes. Examine what you did yes. maybe that could be done differently to improve upon. You know, that's why so many athletes watch the videos of their games yeah. so that they can study. Yeah. Or as much as I absolutely loathe watching myself, I do have to watch performances to find out where things worked, where they didn't work. So it's the same thing that an artist does, that an athlete does. I totally agree. That point is very important because I know that, 
In order to succeed, you have to fail. And when you fail, you write, you learn new skills. Mm -hmm. You are definitely going to improve your skill. I do it all the time because I have bigger failure and smaller failure. But when I have a small failure, I actually... I'm not a fan of small failure. I'm a fan of big failure. If I have to choose, I choose big failure because I know that there's so many... It's that go big or go home. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather go home big than go home small. And that is personal, but personally, I'd rather have bigger failure than small failure. I don't enjoy both of them, but the smaller failure, they accumulate and they can really kill your mind and your strength because they are one after the other one. But it's important... That learning new skill from that is is uh, is definitely uh, a point that we can't go around. Mm -hmm. Now I think it's important that we just touch on the Buddhist view of failure and success. I don't know if especially it's a Buddhist Buddhist view. I would say because... Or a spiritual view. A spiritual view of, of, uh, um, of failure. So... The first point that is important, first we need to set up the, 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 what we're trying to tell you now. It's a picture. Put this picture in your mind. Think that the word failure and the word success do not exist. Let's say you're doing something, okay? And you don't think about the word failure. I'm not going to fail, but I'm not going to succeed too. So you just eliminate those two parameters you're doing it to enjoy it which Tracy was saying basically what she's trying to get better at it is this in between the a and b so let's say you you take away a and b and go with the flow that is what we're gonna in the next 10 minutes we're gonna try to implement and give you this angle about failure okay it is from this moment forward. So whatever did not happen, we won't call it a success or a failure, but at that moment, that the uh, intersection of that moment, once that moment is over, you can set a new moment in the future. So no matter what, it's always going to propel you and push you to the future. So it's from this moment forward. From this day forward, from this moment on, always move, move, move. Yes, because in the process, and now we're talking about the angle of the process to go forward, which you mean from this moment on. When something happened, you, your mind tells you, oh, that was a success, that was a failure. Why, number one, doing this? Why not say, I learned this from it? I saw this. I accomplished this. That's a different It's the angle. way we're taught as as do, human beings. Do you think that is has to do with a, it's Eastern, Western, or it's the common community of, I don't know. of I, the I, human being? I think it's probably a human thing. It might be more Western, the the uh pass fail thing. You know? I I I don't know about you, but me when I I love this angle, what we're talking about, because I can't focus when I'm doing something on if it's going to be successful or or, or if it's going to be a failure. It, it's, it's 
basically a parameter that doesn't come to my mind. Does it come to you in your mind when you're doing something? It depends on what the task. If it, if it's straight out pure creativity, no. If it's for a specific purpose, because I was raised by, I've said this before, oh. a very strict military father, and I heard my whole life, it's the result that counts. So there was a lot of pressure that I put on myself by hearing that my whole life. I can't blame him. I'm not going to finger point. Because when you turn 18 and you start to develop your own mind, you can help. But that hard wiring, there's something to be said about that. On the upbringing. Yeah. When you hear that your whole life, it's the result that counts. So that's why I have such a hard time with the A to B. Is everything in between wasted? Did I waste my time? Because the B is not the outcome I wanted. I started at A with good intentions. Everything in the in between to get me the to be point B is not the, the result. So the result, it's wow. the end result that counts. It's a result that counts. And it did not work for me. So therefore, nothing. I erase everything in between. It must be hard. So you think when you're doing something, when we're doing something, you always think you are trying to always think of the result. In a non in non-creative things, yes. When it's actually me creating here, writing, no, I don't have that because you're in the creative sphere. I see. You're just existing, being, I think, when you're in creative mode, whether it's I'm writing, whether I'm singing or playing my instrument or cooking, I'm in that creative sphere and there are no boundaries, there's no limits, there's no judgments. However, when that switch goes out or that sphere goes away, then for me, the judgments come back and I put that kind of societal pressure where the result at the end, there has to be a result, otherwise it's a waste. So, I mean, this is really interesting because I can't relate to that, but I know a lot of people can, and I think we should touch upon that. So the sphere, as soon as this involvement of creativity, this notion of result goes away. Yeah, if it's, but I'm, I'm speaking only of the creative action. That's it. Not mm. what are we going to do with it when it's okay. mixed, you know, when it's done, where, where, where are we going to? No, no. In creative mode where I'm in that place, I'm in that sphere where there's no recognition of time or space. I'm just a being that's existing. Time doesn't exist. It doesn't move linearly. It's just there. So now let's go. You talk about that. Let's go in the other way when it's not the sphere of mm-hmm. creativity and you Obviously, the notion of result is therefore right. coming to play. Right. Now, what is the what goes on your mind when that happens? I got to get that. If I don't get that, it's an utter and complete failure. So, I failed myself. I've failed wow. myself. I've failed others. I'm not Damn. good enough. All the things that we mentioned on the traditional view, you know, the pity and the blame and the finger pointing and the doubt and blah, blah, blah. All those come in play. Sure. So, so, but so, I have been like this since I was a kid because yeah. I had so much academic pressure on me. I, I understand yeah. that. But, but so basically, when you bring the, if I think correctly, if you, when you bring the factor of, um, of result in a non creative sphere, that's when it happens. All those things we mentioned in the first beginning of the thing are attached to that notion of result. Yes. However, I have learned through my Buddhist practice, 
how mm. to control those things and don't let them overtake me like they used to. And how is that process? How do you, you found strength to, in a non-creative sphere, how do you found the strength and what do you do to eliminate that result? You focus on the, do you focus on the process I, more than the result? I, I pull in the process. Because I, I would have to say my result and process is split. I can't be this person that's 100% about process and I don't care about results. It's just I'm in my hootie guru yeah, place, man. That's not me. <laughs> I need to see something at the end of the tunnel. I think we all Otherwise, do. Otherwise, I'm going to erase it and start over. I think we all do. Uh, all do. Success, is, whether it's a success or failure, there's a result. There's going to be right. a result. So but what, what I do put is those things in here, these are all internal that people don't get to see. They don't see these externally in me. Yes. This is all internal yeah, stuff. Yeah, Plus I'm a cancer. So everything, you know, hypersensitivity and, you know, all of that kind of crap. So everything is just kept inside the crab shell. And that's where it okay. festers. So now, now <laughs> it's let, like let, an emotional ulcer. So now <laughs> let me tell you my side. Oh, yeah. either. Oh, it's way healthier, I'm sure. Uh, well, it's not better as well. It, I'm sure it's healthier than better. this. But for me, when I... There's no, the, the word of result is in my mind. It's here, but it doesn't rule the direction. So what it does, because I don't focus only like you do on the result, what's happening is that it gives me a, a, such an open-mindedness that it could be, if you don't control this open-mindedness, you could go crazy. And internally, sometimes I go crazy because when you focus on the result, you are less diverted. You're more tunnel, tunnel vision and you're more like focus on it. So you could lose your focus if you don't have the ability. I do and develop those ability to able to stay focused on the goal or on the, the, even if it's a failure or if it's a success. But mainly, whether I'm in the creative mode or whether I'm in the non-creative mode, the result, I can't control what is going to happen with it. Right. All I can control is everything that's before the result, whether it's a failure or whether it's a success. Now, all I know, the reason why I do that is because I base myself on the cause and effect. And you do too, except that there's more parameters for you that comes in purpose, all those wonders. For me, I learned myself to push them away if they come, because believe me, I'm not, uh, I, I, they come too. And what's happening is that based on the cause, I'm thinking, well, I can't control the effect. All I can control is the cause. Mm -hmm. So in the process, and I know you, you, you of course, you, 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 get better at that and we all do and that is actually the the goal because i'm still working on it that that too is the fact that once you focus on the cause and not the effect and the result is the effect whether it's a failure or success then what's happening is that you can really really improve yourself and you can really live in the moment and enjoy mm -hmm. that process does that does, does that make yeah, sense but I mean, if, you, if i was 100 percent as a kid I'm probably 65 now. That's good. 
Yes. So that's why I, I want people to know that. Do you imagine? It's constant improvement. So for me, this is a great topic because I see improvement in myself that way. I can now enjoy processes. I don't have wow. to only enjoy result. You know, if I bake something and it's an epic flop in the oven, I don't get upset anymore. Actually, I did that with those lemon tarts. I misread the recipe. Misread it. Of course, I came into play. And I was like, no, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. I needed it to be like this, like this, like this. And I came into play and we found a solution because, again, that's why it's, you're right. But I can go back to my list and A, you know, on values, reach out to others for support. You know? But, but, the, one of the reasons too is the upbringing and you were very academic I was not mm-hmm. I, you were pushed to be academic I was not pushed to be academic you know I was wandering left and right and I was focusing on other things than the academy granted uh, lucky me I grabbed whatever necessary I did focus I think I was tricking uh, myself by you know not pushing you I was not. I was good on academic, but I was didn't want to work hard on the things that I didn't want to. I wanted to focus on what I was good at, and that's a whole new podcast and a whole new way of thinking. But I do believe that this kind of process, different you from me, it no matter what, gonna push you to the future. Right. No it, matter what. No matter what. You will get pushed by your own internal system yes. somehow. Yes. How, whatever, I, however you I don't w- want to lose that again. And when I, my father was, he's a hundred percent pragmatic. It's got to be pragmatic or it has no place. Oh, no value. Right. He's that's, gotten better, of course. And of course he probably crazy. won't remember this, but he likes pragmatic things. It's just, Which is great. He's that, he was that growing up. Yeah. Not so much now. He's mellowed. Of course, they, everything mellows with age, but. He probably would, you know, so I was like that, really. But in his prime, you yes. were affected as a kid about that. Of course. It had to have, but that's very military. You have a goal, and the goal is get the target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it only makes sense that you're going to pass that down to your kids, and I'm glad that he did, because if not, I don't know how I would have turned out, you know? Would I be self-motivated to be scholastically, you know, successful i don't I, I mean i don't know well i i can tell you one thing is that he has a lot of um good things about this kind of things too because if you are the other way like me it's it, there's a lot of problem concerning you say you have to focus more on the result i do i, I don't but i do too because it, i have to challenge myself to get a, a 20, 30% of what you have and, 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 and put it in play in it without disturbing my fraud process of not thinking, oh, this is going to be a failure. This yeah, is, it's, a, it's really complicated and every person is different. And but, the thing that I, um, I wanted to mention is that I just lost my train. Of oh, thought. that's okay. Don't worry. I derailed. I'm the, sorry, people. No, It'll come back. There's plenty train. <laughs> Let's get on another one. Push, push your uses you to the future. What do you think about that? It push you to the future. Yes, because of this moment on. If you spend your time and your energy working on the past, 
and not focusing on from this moment on, then what's happening is that you focus on the past. You are going to say, oh, no, 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 no. It's bad. I missed. Uh, I'm bad or whatever. If you push the future, say, what am I going to do better? What can I improve? I'm going to succeed the next time. Okay, I failed. Admit yourself that you failed. Here's what I was going to say. Yes. It's essential for me, and I'm sure there's others out there like that, essential for me to be able to have that creative space where I can just exist and there's no counting uh, time, space, and all that. Because had I gone strictly into the non-creative world, failure would be a lot more painful because I would not have another outlet in which to express how fortunate you are and to be able to exist in that sphere because i'm telling you in math and science the sphere it's not really there's always in math there's an answer that's it there's one answer in the math problem there can't be no failure no failure means planes go down yeah that's true and 300 lives are lost that's why there can't be failure my dad's job was that way there was no room for error, no room yeah. for failure, only success. Yeah. Because he would lose lives. So what I got from this and that conversation we just had and this new angle is that it is important, I think, in failure, when failure happened, to look at your past. You don't focus on it, but look at your upbringing, what your parents did, how they, they, they educated you, what you did not do, what you focused on, what you spend a lot of time on. I know all this seems complicated, but it's not. It's really simple because in the process of past, present, and future, the past will lead, the cause in the past will lead you to the present, and the cause you make in the present will lead you to the future. So if you are going towards a goal, and if you are going towards, uh, you, it's, it happens to be a failure, then in that case of the failure, you look why there's a failure. You have to look at the past. Then the present was the enjoyment of the process. And then you look at the future on saying to yourself, where do you want to go? Where do you want to go from that failure? Mm -hmm. That's why. But I will say that one of the most important uh, feeling that failure, that should come out of failure, and this is the angle that is important. It's the compassion side of it. For yourself. For yourself, yes. Because the self, the, 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 the forgive yourself or the compassion, I'd rather the word compassion than, than forgive because I don't know about forgive. The, the, I'd never got that word very well. But the compassion side, yes. And plus, which very interesting in the word compassion, there's the word passion. So the passion to go forward. And so th- think and learn in the f- moment of failure, to be compassionate and turn to yourself and said, I did really good all on this. And you see that in sports, you see that in a lot of things. So I think that angle, look at the failure in that angle, not, oh, I didn't got this, I didn't got this, but more like the compassionate side of the failure. Mm-hmm. Failing compassionately. That's what I would say. Yeah. Is that right? Failing compassionately? Yeah. Or Just comp- be kind to yourself, you know. <laughs> be kind to yourself, yes. De- de- definitely. I, I've gotten way better. Yeah, I can, I've I'm, gotten way better about that. Since I know you, you are definitely yeah. the witness. So the effort, uh, 
Yeah, well, I, I think I think another angle we would love to give you that's important is that put those three words in your mind. Nothing is wasted. And we know that. How do we know that? That nothing is wasted. That's going to eliminate right away the word failure out of your mind and out of the context and out in the playbook. Because if nothing is wasted, everything that you're going to do has a purpose. It's going to lead. Everything is interconnected. Everything counts. Everything counts. That's why. But the unconnectedness of everything in the process of becoming successful or in the process of failing. And since we focus on the process of failing, you cannot say that those efforts that you did are wasted. How can you say if you work for a, a goal, if you work for something for two, three, four, five, six, or a lifetime, you're going to say because you fail after five, six, or ten years that all those efforts of the ten years is wasted? No, 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 no. I disagree with that. And we prove in that pod, a podcast that nothing is wasted. You always learn something from it. So the efforts are causes that you make to get to the next success. Don't you think about that? Well, of course, because effort is cumulative. It's not situational. I agree with you. Yeah. Now, how many times have you learned something and you thought, oh, this is going to be a waste of my time. And then you find yourself at an event or a party and the topic comes up and you can pull it up from your, the hard drive in your brain and go, oh yeah, I've done that so many times. So, um, I have a, a, a few quotes here that it's important to say about it. Um, here's one from Winston Churchill and he said, quote, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. That is a great one. Another one from Henry Ford. Failure, quote, failure is simply the opportunity to begin again. What? Now, look, church, I, I, I mean, and he says, uh, this time more intelligently. Again, I'm going to repeat it. Failure is simply the opportunity to begin again. This time, more intelligently. What we just talked about. Here's people who failed. We have people who did things. And look at this perspective they have. They don't put everything on six on failure. They just say, oh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Failure, obstacle, are an opportunity to begin again. And he says this time of failure. Here's another one uh, that is from Malcolm Forbes. And he said, failure is success if we learn from it. Well, there we go again. Bottom line is three that I, I, I throw another one from Benjamin Franklin. Quote, do not fear me. By the way, I have to inject Benjamin Franklin. We were born on the same day. Anyway. That's then. great. Quote, do not fear mistakes. You will, you will know failure. Continue to reach out. Again, there's you have it. I think it's very easily summed up in... It's your choice. Yes. It, that, that. it really is your choice. Do you want to implement these concepts or do you want to victimize yourself? Basically, do you want to bring, do you want the word failure and success 
direct your life and have the print on you to make you positive or negative. It's just a choice. So you all decide which direction you want to go. And another point, and I think it's the last one that I would like to bring, is the living in the moment. That is an important factor too. Live in the moment, then you will not have this notion of what's going to happen or what could happen. The could could be important. So live, live in the moment. But yes, bottom so line. Bottom it, line is it's a choice in which side are you going to choose. That's it. So I think that we, we cover everything. Yeah, please email us. And, you know, for anybody, I don't know where you listen to your podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple Music, but if you could go to Apple and give us a review, that would be a five-star review. That would be awesome. Don't forget to email the show at rockyourlife at thevignatis.com. And now, how about a fun fact? This is cool. Kongo Gumi, the oldest business in the world, the oldest operating business in Kongo Gumi was in Japan, founded in 578. It was a construction company that specialized in shrines and temples. It was going strong for centuries until corporate debt brought it to its knees in 2006. The company underwent a liquidation, but... It's still worth mentioning because of its age. So 1,400 years old, I think that's a pretty dadgum uh, old company there. And I thought my string company with 250 years was uh, But they are. They are. They're the oldest company at NAMM. Yeah, they are. But 1,400. 1,400. Yeah, but they closed their doors in 06. Sad but true. Ah, what's in our spotlight today? I, I, you know, I have the, uh, your car, my oh, car too. Oh, no, no. Oh my I, God. I think it's a great idea. It's okay. pandemic poison. It's yeah. <laughs> so, so of course, because we don't, we were in pandemic situation for 14 months. So, uh, we didn't go much tr- driving. So the car battery went down and it's, you know, it's not, it's usually what goes the first down when you don't run. And so yesterday, uh, two days ago, I don't know what, my battery started to go uh, bad. And I look at the, uh, uh, when I purchase it, and I, underneath I see 42 months warranty. So I'm thinking, wow, okay, $150, $80, $90, Wow, uh, okay. So there we go. Here's the spotlight. Think to look about your warranty on anything that you have. My case, I look at it, took my battery, exchange it. My new battery cost me $4.41. If I didn't look or implement that, which I do usually, but why not the battery? It's not something. And usually when the battery falls down, will break down, or there's no battery, you just want to replace it fast because you need the car to start and go. But I took the time and I realized that, wow, 42 months, um, and I got my battery for $4.41. So it is important that we pay attention to the warranties. That's my spotlight. I love it. 
There is another spotlight I wanted to cool. give for Father's Day. All right. And I got one of these. It's a T-shirt for my dad, and it says the Dog Father. You know, like the Godfather. The same oh. similar logo. I'm sure they licensed it correctly. It's r- super cute, and you can customize the shirt with the avatar. Of, I chose one for my dad, and then. The dogs, too. Like, you look for the Can't breed wait. and then the color, and then you put their name under you it. You ordered so one? I ordered one for Dad, so it should be coming here, too. And I, the company I hear see, see here is Moofsy, M-O-O-F, M, sorry, Moosefy, M-O-O-S-F-Y.com. I don't think that's where I ordered mine. But um, I Amazon also has them. But I just think it's the most adorable thing. Now, in closing, how about one last quote from Socrates? Quote, falling down is not a failure. Failure comes when you stay where you have fallen, end quote. And I'd like to give a, another quote. Okay, so he totally ruins my ending, but that's okay. No, I don't ruin anything because this is not... It the, was supposed the, to be an impactful ending, but... The, the purpose sorry, is not... Sorry, guys, next pur- month. no. The purpose is not to ruin anything that is not the intention, and intentions matter. No, but I just like this quote, and I didn't mention it. I want you guys to get it. It's called, fail often in order to succeed sooner. How can you miss that? Fail often in order to succeed sooner. So I hope you fail a lot. <laughs> yeah, where, which, where, uh, which podcast are you going to hear that? Well, these people are, want me to fail, so... <laughs> no, we don't, but we want you to uh, learn from your failure like we do. And I hope that was helpful for you. We have a great time here. Okie doke, people. So, uh, you can go on our website, thevignatis.com, as well. And uh, send an email, and uh, hopefully we're going to see you next month. Where are we going to see them? They, well, here, where we are. Well, then we're not seeing them. They're hearing us. Oh, the, uh, we're not yeah. seeing them. Yeah, see, that's the uh, English, the French English part. Oh, okay. Suddenly it's convenient that <laughs> I have a language barrier. No, I don't. I don't have, but anyway, guys, thank you so much for, again. Uh, we appreciate you listening and uh, remember. Okay. Succeed fail do whatever you need to do to become happy and remember we are here to help you rock Rock your your life Yeah.